This podcast contains topics and language that people may find offensive or triggering and may not be appropriate for younger listeners. We are not medical professionals and any advice should be taken on face value. Please consult your doctor if you have any issues and please let it be known that all sexual activity should be context appropriate, consent appropriate, age appropriate and species appropriate. Anything else is fair game. I was chatting to uh, someone who I slept with recently in, in, in a group of other people that I'd also slept with. Um, I thought you meant like in a group then. I was like, so an orgy? No, 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 no. no. We, were just, we, were just, we were just in the pub and there happened to be three girls there as part of the group who I'd slept with all of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and I think we were, we were talking about the, I think we were talking about the podcast and, and it's got people excited as in the people talking about the podcast, they're excited about the podcast. Not sexually. They weren't sexually excited yeah. in the pub. Oh, they might have been. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll no. Whack one out in the no, it's, easy, it's, it's easier to it's easier to find that in men, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, and she was like, "Oh well," and I was like, "Well, I don't remember how many times she came." She was like, "Oh, it was five times." It's like, okay, well, and we only slept together twice, yeah. so I'm guessing she she meant it was would have been about five times each time. Mm-hmm. Um. But then some women have never had an orgasm. I had never actually had like an orga- a proper orgasm during sex until my partner now. Right, okay. And I'm, I've just turned 25. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I was so used to faking it till you make it. Like it was just like, okay. Yeah. But is that through, is that, is, is that just through penetrative sex or was that... As in, you'd never had a single orgasm in any shape or form. Mm-mm. Like I could make myself orgasm, right? Okay, yeah. But had never found somebody that could like make me really orgasm, right? Okay, at all. It was always like a oh, I'm really close and like kinda, but not like really, or like it just wasn't there, and right. it was just like you know, I'll just fake it, so it's done, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I met Lucas, and that completely changed, and right. like. We've experimented more than like I ever have done before, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Because I, I was a real late bloomer. Like I didn't first masturbate till I was about like nearly seventeen. Okay, like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, bought my first ever bullet from Ann Summers, which we now sell, and I get PTSD every time I see it on the <laughs> shelf. I'm like, mm. um, and like I'll remember like when I first ever like masturbated and I felt really dirty and I felt really unclean and mm. like, cause back then it was also taboo for me. And, yeah, um, yeah. which is weird because you grew up, so you're 20, uh, so you're 25. Mm-hmm. So you're 18 years younger than me. I thought that attitudes had sort of changed by then. Mm-hmm. Cause of, cause when I, cause I grew up in, in the eighties. Yeah. Of course, the seventies was a bit of a terrible period for everybody in yeah. terms of sexually, you know, misogynistic jokes that were not funny at all. Mm. And actually, and it wasn't until the sort of eighties and nineties that everyone became a bit more liberated again. Mm. Um, but I thought, by sort of year were you were you been born in? Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. So by nineteen ninety-eight, we're coming up to the year two thousand. I thought everyone was a bit more liberated. I mean, by I them. think like. For me, oh, right. and then you've got like, seventeen years on top of that yeah. to, to then try, you know, for for more. I, yeah, I just assume that people will be 
much more open I think to like it. girls in school just like no one really like your girlfriends didn't really like speak about it it wasn't like really something we had to discuss I was also very uncool if that helps like I wasn't <laughs> I was, a cool kid yeah but I was also uncool but that didn't stop me masturbating uh, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know what it was. Like I'd heard, like I'd obviously heard people uh, like talk about it, this, that and the other. But it was just something that I was like never interested in. Like I was never really that bothered. And like there was a couple of times where like I tried, but like, or I'd hump a teddy and then like, you know, just kind of was like, this feels a bit wrong. Like ironically, the teddy that I used to hump, this is so TMI, but I don't even care, was a rabbit. And okay. now I'm like, oh my gosh, I've just upgraded to like the real thing. <laughs> How we grow. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I guess, uh, uh, but then I guess sort of hormonally boys are a bit different. Cause, yeah. Because we just get a massive surge of testosterone yeah. at that point. Um, uh, I would like to cite my sources for that, but I probably, I think I need to get, I need to actually get the science right on that in mm. terms of what, how much there is and, you know, how much does it affect yeah. the, you know, the, the psyche of the, 14 year old boy yeah but yeah i just i it fucking wouldn't go down for like years basically i just basically just had a boner for boner for uh, yeah actually just no it hasn't gone away Uh, (laughs) i mean sometimes they come out for no reason you're like whoa where'd that come from yeah 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 and then uh and i guess this is another probably something for another episode is you know hormone profiles and stuff like that because because I had my blood work done January okay and just so for for full disclosure for our listeners uh, my testosterone is extremely high Mm -hmm. I'm very very protective of my endocrine system in terms of sleep nutrition diet exercise Um, so yeah my my testosterone levels are 856 nanomoles per deciliter, which is... What's, like, the average? Uh, average is four to 800. Okay. So, or oh, sorry, it might even be three. I think in America it's... Fact check. Sli- we'll fact check. Yeah, we'll fact check. I think it's slightly lower in America. But, um... Uh, so I'm above the high reference range. So I have a lot. But I think that's... But I think that that is mostly down to my lifestyle... Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the fact that I do have a lot of sex as well. Yeah. And actually, I would like to do like to do a bit of a kind of deep dive into how that looks mm. and what it is. Um, you know, how do you elevate testosterone levels? Well, I I know a lot of it. You know, you can do it through you know good sleep, nutrition, exercise. Uh, you know, you can cold water therapy. It's good for things like that. Um, yeah, and then and then this right at the end of that because all of those things are more important. You've got things like supplementation, and then if it's very low, then you can look into hormone replacement therapy like mm-hmm. you know, HRT or which is basically just testosterone, just injecting testosterone. Mm-hmm. Which I think you've got people. Well, there's there's other podcasters that deal more specifically with stuff like. Uh, supplementation I think there's more plates yeah. more plates more dates um i currently there's... only watch true crime podcasts like that's okay it. right i yeah most of mine is sort of science based or i listen to crime and sports 
or and small town small town murder. Yeah, it's a comedy podcast about murder. It's great. Oh, I'll do it again. Do it again. <laughs> we'll give give him a plug on this yeah. show. Give him a plug on this show. Mine's a uh, true crime all the time. That's, maybe, that's a really good one. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe they'll plug us back. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one of the things that I was thinking about that's like really funny is like I've I can name like everyone I've slept with, and I know the number. I've slept with sixteen people. Know it off by heart. Right. And it's funny because I'm like, there'll be people that have slept with me that are watching this and they'll be like, I slept with her when she was like 19. She was fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I've grown. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, changed. Yeah. Well, this is, I'm, I'm expecting the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting a whole comment full of people going, I slept with Danny. It was fucking rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, but then you do have bad experiences. Oh, gotcha. I have, have certainly had bad experiences. I can probably only name two mm-hmm. where, and I guess we can go into the specifics of why we thought they were rubbish. Yeah. You know, lying there doing nothing. Yeah. Is is one of the is one of them, mm-hmm. and the other one, um, basically smelt so bad I couldn't get up. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I just couldn't get over it. And so, um, and it's, and it's a shame. Yeah. Right. Because she was a nice person. Yeah. Um, and actually we can go into, you know, again in future podcasts, we can go into sort of hygiene. Yeah. Um, and. Go to Ann Summers, get your buzz fresh wipes. You're, you're just plugging your own work. I'm just plug <laughs> you, that in your own right commission. Now. I really need to drive up the percentage. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I once had uh, I had a similar thing. I like was like seeing this guy like back when I was like in I was going to say in my youth then still in my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like falling asleep and I woke up and he had his dick out and he was like suck it and I was like <laughs> and I looked at it and. It was the weirdest looking penis I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And I literally turned to him and I was like, I'm sorry, that's so ugly. I'm not putting that in my mouth. And I'd like you to leave my house, please. <laughs> Never saw him again. Why? That was that. That was it. But why would you do that as a man? In it. I mean... I was traumatised. <laughs> so, like, well, this is it. So, um, I think we might have already said it, but we were talking um, and my two friends were asking, should I, should we start with a blowjob? Yeah. And my my initial response was just no. Yeah. Why would you? And there has to be a very very specific circumstance when that would be appropriate. Yeah. And that's generally if it instigated by the female. Mm-hmm. And and it's and she loves doing it. Yeah. I'm going to do this to you right now. Yeah. Fucking all right then. <laughs> crack on, love. Yeah, crack on. Yeah, carry carry on. Other than that. I would never expect anyone to do it. I, there's no expectation during any sexual experience that my penis is going in your mouth. <laughs> See, I'm someone I quite like giving oral sex. Oh, and me too. And I would, and I would. But, but there's a time I and a place for it, and I think there's a real separation between like sexual intercourse and oral sex. They don't necessarily have to coincide and oral sex doesn't necessarily have to come into foreplay. Sometimes they can be two completely different things. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I I would say that most of mine is at the same time because Mm -hmm. of the nature of the people that I have sexual experiences with. Mm -hmm. But um, 
uh, and I guess this is again for our for our listeners is it's okay not to like doing something, and yeah. if you don't like doing something, don't do it. Yeah, I <laughs> had a man trying to get his uh, wife to buy a butt plug the other day. And she was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do butt stuff. And he was like, oh, she won't try it. And I said, have you tried it? Have you tried it? Have yeah, you shoved yeah. a butt plug up your anus? And he was like, no. And I was like, so you, you have no leg to stand on, yeah, sir. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you want her to try something, then you need to be open to trying it yourself. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very much someone that I've, for me personally, I've always been like, I could never say I don't like something sexually until I've tried it. So yeah. Maybe that's just a me thing. So I'll, I will try most things. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll cover most of those things in other episodes. But um, uh, yeah, I, I have no expectation that anyone will do anything mm-hmm. unless they want to. Yeah. And you shouldn't too, listeners and viewers. Yeah. Because because it doesn't make for a good sexual experience trying to do something that someone doesn't want to do, yeah. and it you consent. Will, and yeah, and you will only get <laughs> negative feedback from yeah. that. They will not, they won't want to sleep yeah. with you again. Uh, and if it's if it's something you're so desperate to have, mm. then you need to find someone else. Mm. Because making someone do. Th- things that they don't want to do is just wrong. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. when well, I I lost my virginity um, to a guy that, like, I really, really liked at the time. You know, I was 17, like, mm. I was obsessed with this man. Yeah. And um, he brought me around his house because, like, he'd had a bad thing with, like, the girl that he was seeing. And I was just, like, the supportive little friend that would, like, tot along. Yeah, Ended yeah. up having sex with him. But, obviously, I didn't know at the time that, obviously, I had a uterus condition, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And, obviously, losing your virginity is painful for a woman right. most yeah, yeah. of the time. And I was crying the whole time. I was crying. And this man was just, shh, it'll be over soon. And that, I think, massively impacted sex for me after I mean that feels yes, like rape it. to me yeah now that I look back on it I'm like oh Loki that's a bit sus <laughs> yeah 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 that is weird and things like that like because I'm I'm really very careful I I probably wouldn't take someone's virginity mm. that's the sort of thing that young people should do together yeah um but then I've all but then I've never wanted to take anyone's virginity I've yeah. never thought that that would be some sort of turn on mm. yeah I guess it might be for some people, but I don't know why. I don't know why, yeah, making someone uncomfortable would be some sort of turn on. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, out, out of the realms of BDSM and that kind of stuff, yeah. which is a whole different conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, well, it's all, everything's fine as long as it's consensual. Mm-hmm. It's like that video. Did you ever see that video in school where, like, they show you the T video? You know the T video? No. What? This is where our age difference is going to come. Well, this play. is it. We, we had yeah. we we had an old seventies man in flares with a yeah. huge beard, like um, teaching you how to put on a, a condom onto a banana. Oh no, we had a stick man video, and it was like, if someone wants tea, you can give them tea. If they say they want tea and they don't want tea, like two hours later, don't force feed them tea. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. show it to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone should, out there has seen the tea. We video. should do a whole episode on old sex education videos yeah. and critiquing them yeah, because that would be hilarious. That's a good one. Because I remember watching one with a kid going to a zoo. 
Mm-hmm. And they were watching animals having sex in the zoo, and then the zookeeper had to explain the sex to it. It was awful. Yeah, again, 70s, everyone was wearing mm-hmm. flares. You, you remember that one? <laughs> well, yeah. Our, our uh, just off-camera video guy, I would give his name, Martin, just secretly chuckling to himself, probably <laughs> thinking with the same same things. I watched but, one in primary school that was like a cartoon of two like people fucking, and I will never forget that there was a kid that threw up on the table in our class. <laughs> we were watching this sex ed video, and this guy just like fully vomited everywhere. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and another reason for doing this, I guess, is because sex education is so bad in schools. Yeah. I mean, absolutely useless. Mm-hmm. That actually we do that. That people get to adulthood. You know, you mm-hmm. get people who get to the age of 40, 50, you know, whatever, who just don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that you know. All right, darling, slapping her on the ass is going to get you get you laid. Yeah, I can tell you right now, it doesn't. Yeah, and I'm sure you probably you probably get more than that than I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when I heard Lucas was a scaffolder, I was like, oh, dear. God, uh, yeah, oh Wolf no, Wolf. but he actually doesn't live up to that name. Although he's worked with lads that are very much like that, yeah, you know, yeah. Wolf but we, Whistle and. But we see them all the time. We see yeah. them out in public. We see them in pubs and bars, and yeah. you know, there's groups of guys going around. You know, just behaving absolutely dreadfully mm-hmm. and then still thinking they're going to get laid. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they don't get laid. And then they because they haven't gone home with someone, they drink. They've got past the point where they're too drunk. Then they all end yeah. up fighting outside a club, yeah. which is completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Meantime, I've gone home with someone who's probably they should be sleeping with. And all I've done is talk to someone not be a dick all I've done is just not be a dick and been able to talk to people and listen to people yeah because actually listening to people is probably more more appropriate yeah in fact for especially especially for men yeah um because a lot of us just don't listen yeah Lucas (laughs) (laughs) um and it's and it's and, and I can see it happening I see it happening you know if I go if I go into a into a pub and I sit there and I'm there for a few hours I can just see all these people failing all around (laughs) you know you're talking too much you're talking about your depression like (laughs) why is that such a thing well well I can understand why if you're depressed you need to talk about it and you should do and you should talk to your friends and your family and you know and you know really go about you know get the help that you need get get the help that you need there's Mm -hmm. plenty of online stuff um, and we'll probably, you know, we'll probably talk about those at some point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're trying to chat up someone in public, and you don't know them, or even if you do know them, mm. talking negatively in any way, shape, yeah. or form isn't attractive. Yeah. Whether that be, you know, oh, my dog's just had an operation, <laughs> or sorry, my dog's just had an operation, so. <laughs> Um, although I might get the sympathy vote for that. Yeah, you might get laid. Because he's, he's quite sad. Yeah, he's super sad. Um, but, um, yeah, talking negatively or inappropriately, um, you know, shouting. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole episode we, we need to, that we should have on. Teaching so, people the riz. 
Yeah, just just social etiquette, really. Yeah. And a lot, and most of it translates not even into sexual realms. It's just into whether people want to be around you more. Yeah. Um, you know, there's certain people that can't read a room. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk up to a table of people and just start talking individually to one person about one thing. Yeah. When they're trying to be part of a larger conversation Mm -hmm. there's lots and lots of social stuff which is really makes you look bad as a human being Mm. and uh, I've been I'm sure I've been responsible and you know I'm sure I've done all of those things yeah at certain points um you know and I'm sure I've lost potential partners um because of stuff like that but we need to but people need to know about it Mm mm-hmm you know, this is obviously a brand new podcast. We've got a brand new setup. We're going to see how it's it all works. Why am I this because... side? Right. So I need to know. So, so, so I have a good side. Me too. What side is your good side? This side, you. Ah uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take one for the team. Well, we can we can we can swap. We can alternate. I and and it's important for the viewers as well because if if you know that. Uh, and you present better on one side than the other, you can absolutely use that when you're out. So if you're talking to a member of the opposite sex and you know that if they're sat on a particular side of you, you're less likely to have a chance. Or the same sex if you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, What we want to be showing our viewers and listeners Mm -hmm. is how to maximise your chances. Yeah. If... If that tiny thing, like yeah. you know, I've got a ring, I've got a crow's foot on this side of my mm-hmm. face. You'll see it next episode. <laughs> so sad. <sour. laughs> but I look slightly older from this side, and my jawline isn't quite as good. Just... Oh yeah, you're right. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. You'll get all comments on like the next one, just being like, "Jesus, was that really ugly?" My nose doing? looks bigger from one side than the other. That's what mine is. Right. Okay. Yeah. But this is it. So if you're if you're in a scenario where you're sat at a table with friends, mm. if you can, if you're next to the person that you're attracted to, is is on a certain, you know, try and make yeah. sure they're looking at you at yeah. your best side. And Always, it boosts your confidence too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, thank you all for listening and watching. Yeah, um, we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs> <laughs>